It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's a Wednesday. That means we are coming to you from an alternate studio. This is a production studio, and we're like, uh, I feel like a goldfish in a pet store because we have a glass partition in front of us, and people just keep walking by and gawking at us. Yeah, most people look into the glass studio like these two have a show. <laughs> right, like that's exactly. mainly what people are looking at. As if we're doing like a pretend thing in here. Right. A podcast is close to a pretend thing, but we're also on WFAN in the morning, Jerry, at 545. I feel like that's elevated our game. Yeah, we do get a lot of promos in the middle of the night when I listen coming in. By the way, they start running. I hear them at 1140 in the morning for tomorrow when is you wake up. Is that right? Yes. Wake up at for the 545 warm-up show that's right with al and jerry kind of good stuff yeah i like that me too jerry here's something i want to see if you might be interested in this i don't know you know as we get older you know that we we seem to think that women get plastic surgery as they get older craig was doing a thing today about uh, long island housewives <laughs> yes and you see sometimes women when they get their eyes pulled back right like to smooth out their faces they kind of have those get like that cat face right do you think you would ever do any type of plastic surgery as you got older? No chance. What about this? What if you were on, what if you were like a, a news guy on television? Like somebody who's on no. TV for a living. No. You don't feel like you would feel pressured to get your eyes done? That's what men seem to get, their eyes done. I have no desire. Right. Or would, un- no, there's just no. You there's wouldn't. nothing else to say, no. So nothing that if you were on television would make your appearance better. But what if it was something that would help in the bedroom? There's a new I'm listening. <laughs> procedure. You've heard of Botox. Yes. For women. Right. That's where they shoot like some sort of fat Don't into your forehead. Don't tell me we're talking about uh, No, Jerry. It's a scrotox. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> or balltox, <laughs> which is a procedure that involves putting Botox into the scrotum now called scrotox and baltox, to get your uh, testicles lower hanging and looking more relaxed, ball sack. I wasn't aware that they weren't already looking relaxed. Well, they probably look like an old man. Like an no, old, like actually a, mine don't. Yours don't look like an old man's neck? No. Oh, all right. Yours mine does? Neither. No, no, definitely not, Jerry. No, of course not. <laughs> not me. So, yeah, so I guess guys are getting very concerned with what their testicles look like. I think this comes back to the conversation we've had. I actually had, hmm, not this conversation with my son, but a conversation about aging with my son. And I was talking about how uh, I'm 42 now, and I said, you know, it's weird, 10 years ago when we moved in here, how different the house looked. I'm like, oh, my God, think of that. Ten years ago, I was 32. I look at Perry. I'm like, I look the same. Aside from a little bit of a back injury, I feel the same. Right. I'm like, I feel like at 42, I should look older and feel older. And in line on what you're saying, perhaps that should look older. Quite frankly, I feel young. I look young. 
So you feel like you have the testicles of a 32-year-old? Oh, at least. I was going to say more like a 25-year-old. Oh, a younger old, guy. Yes. Okay, well, good job For by sure, you. Yeah. So you don't need a scrotox or ball tox, as they're calling it. But here's the thing. Uh, this was uh, happening in the U.K. is where it's getting right. popular. They talked to one plastic surgeon. He said, uh, unfortunately, about 90% of the men are not thrilled with the results. So why do it? Exactly. That's what he's cautioning, Jerry. I got, I got he's news cautioning for you. us. If a procedure like that, forget 10% success rate or or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like happiness Satisfied rate? is satisfaction. the right, right? With the with the work. All right. I wouldn't do it if it was a 90% satisfaction rate. Right. Like, that's got to be 100%, doesn't it? To fool yes. around down there? Yeah, I would say that that doctor has to have a 90% approval rating. Not, no, no. I said 99 oh, to 100% approval rating. Because hmm. with my luck, I'll be one of the 10%. They say they also kind of do where the similar way that Botox shoots... Uh, like fat or whatever it is into your forehead to yeah. take away the wrinkles. That guys, there was a time when guys were injecting it into their actual penis. Oh my god! To try to make their penis larger, but that is not very successful. Are you at all. saying that backfired? That backfired. No. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that you end up with like elephantitis of the penis? Yeah, they say that a lot of <gasps> men they do it when the men think that they have small penises, when in reality most people do not have a small penis. Everybody's just got to get over themselves and just live their life. And this doctor says men who think their penis is too small suffer from penis dysmorphic, penis dysmorphic syndrome. Oh, now there's a syndrome for having a small penis? Well, thinking you have a small penis. Oh and they would be better off going to a shrink instead of a surgeon. How did people get along when there weren't shrinks? And uh, surgeons and shrinks? Right. Uh, we bring it back to the uh, the start of the New York Times in uh, eighteen whatever it was or seventeen something. Yes. How did we How did we survive without cell phones, shrinks, surgeons, and Botox for your penis? Well, the penis Botox, I understand how we didn't survive, but the other one, all those other ones, start with an S. That'd be a great show. S- uh, what'd you say it was? I don't remember. What are we talking about? <laughs> surgeons. Oh, shrinks. Shrinks. Surgeons. surgeons. Uh, cell phones, and cell shrinks, phones. and surgeons. Yeah, they all have the S sound. The S sound. Yeah, right. I don't know how we survived without them, Jerry. Hmm. But I bring you another medical procedure, and I have an X-ray to show you after I tell you this story. Uh-huh. Uh, this came off of Reddit. Are you aware with Reddit? What I have Reddit no, is? I've seen it. I do. I have no idea. I'm what Reddit with you. Is. I know it's some sort of message board right. type I'm of sure thing. I'm sure Google will buy it for $4 billion. Uh, and it just seems so confusing to me. I tried to go on Reddit. I don't know what I'm looking for. Okay. But anyway, this was posted to Reddit titled, Pissed Woman Shoves 12 Screws Into Boyfriend's Penis After He Gets Too Drunk. And I'm the, sorry. Excuse me? Yes. Drunk. Um, I'm sorry. Pissed Woman shoves 12 screws into boyfriend's penis after he gets too drunk. Now, I initially thought they meant, like, she put them, like, twisted these screws into the side of his shaft, I'm thinking will. the front part, where they the went, opening is. Yeah, they went through the front door. No way! And here's the, uh... In this x-ray photo, in fairness, there's only nine screws in here, Jerry, not 12. I don't, that's not real. You don't think that's real? No, that's not real. There's no way. Do you realize the pain he would be in? Now, you once had a camera put up there. I did. With, for a procedure. Correct. What procedure was this again? 
Uh, you were having some pain in your testicles? They were correct. They were looking to see if I had testicular cancer. And they had to put a camera up there? Yes. This was a tiny camera, though, yeah? No, Al. It was a Polaroid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So the film came I, right out. I've told the story before. I yeah. was sitting there, and they numb it, which was weird. And then the doctor is sitting there. He's got his back turned to me with the, you know, he's got the white uh, white outfit on. Yeah. And he turns around like he's Rambo holding this. I'm like, what is that? It looks like a spear. Yeah. He goes, this is the camera. I'm like, where is that going? (laughs) He goes, don't worry, it's numb. I said, wow. And what's weird is, while it was numb, you 100%, I felt it, but it didn't feel like, it it, it wasn't pain. It was uncomfortable. I don't even know it was pressure as much as it was just uncomfortable. And he's like, just sit there and just try not to move and just relax. I'm like, relax. This is weird. In and out, you know, but it wasn't that long of a procedure, but it was long enough. They took their however many pictures they had to take, slowly withdrew it. Ugh. And he's like, all right, now Lord. the painful part of this will be when you have your first urination, you are going to urinate blood because the inside wall was likely scraped. So I did not drink water the entire day. <laughs> I figured the oh best God. thing I could do would be give it time to heal. Yes. And so at about... I was working with Beningo on the overnight at the time with Ray Martel. At about 2.30 in the morning that night, I couldn't wait any longer. I had to go. And you heard screams out of the bathroom, that of a seven-year-old girl who was watching a rated R murder mystery. It was brutal, the pain. Now, once I was done... The next time it wasn't as painful, and then it was over. Literally, it was it was twice. But listen... I wasn't going to fool around. They thought I might have might have had testicular. Couldn't they cancer. X-ray you your testicles? It. I don't understand. Why do they have I to had, do that? There be yes. There we had a uh, what's the thing with the ultrasound? With the yes, I had, I had ultrasounds done, but they he was concerned with one thing he saw on one side, and he wanted to get a real picture of it. And the pain I was having was very um, synonymous with the symptoms of testicular cancer. I see. I was very lucky it wasn't. But that was brutal. I was only, what was I, I was, I was 30 at the time. You were a young man, Jerry. Yeah, I was. With I, your I, whole life ahead of you. I was 29, 30. Not fun. Not fun. That having been said, there is no way, unless she numbed his penis, that he would not have felt the first one even just... Not to mention nine of them. Slightly going in. Right. And how did nine of them go in? That I don't know. Right. He's so stupid. That but the x rays out on the internet if you want to. If you just Google penis screws, that's so what I the did. crying Jordan face on every person that fails at something in life. Are those all real? Well, he did cry. <laughs> Initially, that was real. Right. The I don't first believe that. I'm sorry. I don't Crying that. Jordan was real. I do not believe that. Let me switch to something more pleasurable, Jerry. Pizza Hut. You know, they love to do different things with the crust. Yes. They love a crust. They love thing. the cheese in the crust. They love a cheese in the crust. Uh, 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 last year or so, they did applewood smoked bacon in the crust. That sounds pretty cool. Now they're doing Pizza Hut grilled cheese stuffed crusts. So they're putting the type of cheese that you would have on a grilled cheese in the crust. Wow, that's interesting. With the pizza. Little with much, all, it also has cheese on it. Are we trying to kill people faster? <laughs> I see these commercials during the NFL games when I'm watching, and I'm like, I should get a pizza like that. But I know my body 
can't handle that anymore. Oh, you would be curled over yeah. in pain. I'd be in the bathroom believe. for the fourth quarter of the game. We went to, this has got to be six months ago now, seven months ago. We went to a restaurant, you know, one of these chain restaurants. I won't say which one because there's no reason to call them out. They're all the same in terms of what I'm about to say. And I ordered, as I always do, either you know, either order a salad or a grilled chicken sandwich. I'll get the fries. I'm going out. I'm going to have fun, have some drinks. It's fine. And I ordered the grilled chicken sandwich. And it came and it was, they got the order wrong. And it was a bacon cheeseburger. Because the grilled chicken had bacon on it too. This was a bacon cheeseburger. And she brought it out, and I'm looking at it. She goes, that's not what you ordered. I'm like, no, I ordered the grilled chicken. I'm like, "Eh, you leave it. It's fine. I'm like, I haven't had one in a while. And my other thinking is they're going to eat, and I'm going to be sitting there waiting for 10 minutes. They're going to be done. I'm going to eat by myself. I'm like, I'll just eat it. A good excuse to eat a bacon cheeseburger. And you know it's going to be phenomenal. And it was phenomenal. I swear to you, Al, I, I couldn't move maybe 30 minutes after I ate it. I felt like I literally ate cement. Because it's so long since I've eaten that. Right, your body wasn't used to the meat. It's really something. Now, uh, on the opposite side of that, the other night I made tilapia. I had tilapia and broccoli for dinner. Why not just have water and go to right. bed? You must have been what starving point? 20 minutes later. Dude, I had that the other night, man, with this whole cholesterol thing. And I'm not eat. don't start telling people I'm eating tilapia and broccoli every day now. It was a one-night oh, thing one for time dinner. thing. I bought four tilapia fillets. I'm the only one that'll eat it, so I'll eat one a week. You could probably eat all four in one sitting. Holy crap. There's like nothing to it. So I sat there, and I'm eating, and I'm watching everybody else eat the dinner, and my they had the pork chops, and then well, I'm like, this looks really good. I finished mine. I'm going to chug water like they tell you to, and I'm done. Water, and tilapia, I, and broccoli. Yeah, and I felt good. I was satisfied. And then about 90 seconds went by. And my stomach was like, feed me. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't eaten yet. And so what did I do? I basically tried to amuse myself to not think about being hungry the rest of the night. Brutal. Did did you eat a pork chop? I did not. Oh. I went to bed four hours later. Smart. Hey, Al, you ever have something, you love it, and you don't realize you love it because you kind of get used to it after a while? You take it for granted. You take it for granted. You just define taking something for granted. You know what I've taken for granted because I use it so much and like it so much and forgot how much I like it? Well, you told us earlier it was the way you view your private parts as being younger and more vibrant than your current age. This is different? <laughs> this is different. Oh, different. Than Although that. you okay. happen to be right about that. All right. Uh, I also have been taking Harry's for granted for the last several months, and I'll tell you why. I was uh, away uh, at a football practice uh, for one of the teams that I cover. Uh, everybody knows they're light blue. They know who they are. And I actually stayed in a hotel uh, last week and had to use a disposable razor because I forgot to bring my Harry's. How'd that go? Did you rip your face off? Right, listen, I got my face shaved. It hurt like hell and it felt cheap. How do I look today? Did you feel cheap using it? I felt like I was cheating on Harry, you quite did. frankly. You were. How do I look today? Today you look good. Fantastic. Why is that? Because I got back to Harry's oh, right. after being home again and not having to worry about doing what I did over the weekend. You used... Uh, previously one crappy blade, and now with Harry's, you're using five German-engineered blades, which are very different. And the difference is amazing in terms of the way it feels. So Harry's, everybody, we've been telling you for months, let's go. We have, and here's what I talked Harry's into, Jerry, because we have been telling you about Harry's for a while. You're such a good pitch, man. Here's a new deal from Harry's. Free trial. Nice. All you pay is the shipping. 
free trial. Harry will send you a razor to try for free. That's for new customers to Harry's. So how much are you paying them then for free? Like, what does that mean free? Well, you get it free. Wow. Free trial. You just pay the shipping. Love it. I don't know where you live, so I'm not sure what the shipping is, Jerry. You are going to also get, for new customers, a free post-shave balm. I'll tell you what I used to use. I used to put witch hazel on my face. What the hell is that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like rubbing alcohol. (laughs) Not great. (laughs) So instead, I now use Harry's post-shave balm. Here's the other thing you should do, Jerry, while you're at it there at harrys.com, promo code postgame. Sign up for a subscription service. That way, you'll never run out of Harry's. Never have to go to the store. Razors come to your house. It's awesome. Let me explain, Jerry, what a subscription service is. It comes to your house on a regular basis. You're not ordering it constantly. It knows when you need it and will send it to you on the regular. And meaning, you mean like like your house? Yes. Like to the front door, like your mailbox? your front door. That's cool. So you don't ever have to leave your house. I mean, if your mailbox is outside, which most people are... You do have to go outside to your mailbox. Right. Very fortunate if you're one of those people where you have the mail slot in your front door where the mailman just drops the mail into your, like, foyer. Foyer. Have you ever seen that? Foyer. <laughs> <laughs> like in those old uh, houses? I saw that when I was, like, seven. Yeah. I don't see that anymore. Okay. Well, listen, those homes still exist. Harry's.com. Use promo code POSTGAME for your free trial. You just pay the shipping. Your free post shave bomb, and while you're there, sign up for your subscription plan. All right, we usually have another story to, we do. to do. Let me just see if I can guess which one this is. This All is right. either going to be some moron in Florida did something. I did not find a moronic Florida story today. Uh, some story involving pooping? No, no, no. Jerry, that's not what this show is. Oh, it's not? Nope. All right, then what do you got? Uh, I actually have a sports question or oh, a sports wow. thing. I like that. So Justin Pugh of the Giants is very excited about this Ben McAdoo because he doesn't make them wear suits everywhere they go. Right. Where Tom Coughlin made them wear suits. And you'll see all these players coming into the games on Sunday. They're always in suits. Yes. And you're a guy who covers basketball, right? Mm -hmm. Those guys are always in suits. Why are we wearing suits for players? It's to be a professional look. You want to look like you're on a business trip. You know, it depends on who you're with. I've been with Columbia basketball and football for a long time. The football players uh, will get dressed up. I don't think they wear suits on the road. I don't travel with them in the airplane. Like with the basketball team, I take the same flights with them, stay in the hotels with They're them. They're in suits. No, they oh. actually wear um, more Columbia outfitted sweatpants. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah, they they, come, they try to be comfortable. When they go to the games, they're kind of just ready and loose. The football team, I'm usually in my car. I'm not on the team bus with them because there's 9,000 football players. I don't know how they walk into the building, to be honest. Now, you, when you're driving to a game that you're going to do, like a football game, yeah, like, are you like in a Friday suit, and Saturday. Are you in a suit to drive to feel professional, or will you drive wearing well, something de- comfortable? Well, that depends. If I'm going the day before, I will go whatever I'm wearing here because I get in the car and I just drive to the team hotel. And then the next morning, I will put my nice clothes on for the game. If I'm driving day of game like I have to this week, which I really don't want to, but I have to, I will get up Saturday morning, I'll put my suit on, and I will drive to Washington, D.C. I will do a game, and I will drive home. What type of uh, suit rotation are you on? You have a lot of suits, a handful of suits? No. You just rotate them. I have the same suit, Mm -hmm. and I have about... Change up the shirt. I would say I have probably 14 different shirts. And ties. And I must have 20 ties. So the look is always different. It's the only time I don't wear suits for anything except this. So 
They say that's it. So you're like I have a. Two, I shouldn't say one. I have two suits. You're like a what they call a weddings and funeral suit guy. Yeah, you look at my you look at my closet. It's nothing but you know hoodies and football jerseys that I don't wear anymore, and t-shirts and a couple of suits and a lot of dress shirts. If you're around, and this would be unfortunate, but if you're around for my funeral. Let everyone know no suits. No suits? I for want real? people wearing jeans and a t shirt. I'm in for that. Even That's women cool. have to wear jeans, jeans and a t shirt from everybody <laughs> yeah. to honor you. Yes. I'm okay with that. I know when I was 14 or 15, uh, something like that, mid teens, I had wrote a, a death note because Wait, someone in our high school somewhere? passed away. Oh, okay. And just it gets you to deep thinking. Sort of like a will for a mid-teen. Yeah, but it wasn't a will because I really didn't have anything. Okay. It was more of what I wanted. You had the moped. I did have the moped, which I could have killed myself on. Instead, I broke my collarbone. (laughs) Could have died. I could have died. Um, But I wrote a little letter to my parents basically saying if I should die, I would like the Beatles to be playing on rotate, on rotation. And I just want people to remember the good times. It was something like that. Did you give this note to them or you hit it? I figured they'd find it. Yeah, because if you hand your parents as a teen a note of when I die, right. they're going to think you're troubled. Right. Well, and the other part of what I did with it, they would have found it. The problem is they would have found it a month after I died when they were cleaning out my room. Right. Hence, everything would have been over already. They'd be like, hmm, we didn't play any Beatles at Jerry's uh, yeah. funeral. Very sad. Hmm. So T-shirts and jeans for you. Right. Fair enough. Okay. I want everybody crying their eyes out for me. You do. You want <laughs> no, people, their kidding. favorite Jerry memories. <laughs> There'd be like seven people there. If you pass no, away kidding. soon. I honestly haven't thought about and it. And I don't think you will. Would it be all right if I had Eddie come to the, you know, the wake and stuff and play all your drops over Beatles music? So Beatles are playing then, oh, all those things. <laughs> I'm not sure I like that. <laughs> I mean, there's some. Right. There are some that I'd be okay with. Okay. There are some. I, I would say this. Jesus Christ, I'm sounding like Boomer. I would say this. Um, having th- having th- to think about that, I would have to pick the drops out that I'd be okay with. Okay. And I think you'd have to respect the wishes of Definitely. a dead person. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Some I like a lot. There are a couple I really don't appreciate. Okay. So you would pick, if we picked out the ones you liked... Yeah, and then be the okay Beatles songs like you like. Like the one you just did, perfect. The odd. Uh, yeah. You know who loves that? Everyone at CBS Sports Network on the TV side. They love that yelling drop of yours. They really do. They love it. I don't know why. It's someone <laughs> yelling. <laughs> but just the, the angst in your voice. You couldn't even recreate that. I don't even know what it was. Right, I don't either. That's the funny thing about all these little drops that he has. I don't. You don't even remember what they're right. from. You know, it's like, all right, Jerry Jones, I am a monkey fan. We remember what that was from. We remember the glory hole. We, we all the, but our things, he's got so many of them. Especially the sounds. Yeah. The yelling, the yelping, the Eeyore sounds. Like, like why did we did do those? When did you ever do that? I don't know. And why? I'm not sure. It's kind of like when I did the seal voice. Right. I remember doing it. I don't remember, probably because stupid made us do it. <laughs> right. He just said, do a seal. Sarah, Jerry, let me hear your your seal voice. Right. It's probably how it worked out. Right. Which... I mean, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what I'm doing on a daily basis, to be quite honest with you. Anyway. All right, Jerry. Well, this was good. The well, warm-up is coming up next. Yeah, we do a warm-up show here at 5.45 a.m. That's on 
uh, the actual radio on WFAN. By the way, Evan Roberts just asked me what we do on this podcast because he wanted me on to this s- one. He wanted me to sit in with them and argue about the Mets, him and Joe. And I'm like, I can't. I got to do a podcast with Al. And he said, "What kind of like? What do you guys do? You're talking sports." I'm like, Ah, no, not quite. But now I can say we did. We talked about Justin Pugh for like seven seconds. Say so we did Justin Pugh. We talked about uh, getting uh, screws Botox in your, in your s- scrotum, screws in your penis. And uh, grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza. There's a show. Bam. Warm up next. Everybody enjoy your Wednesday. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right. uh, Boomer is back. He will be with Craig in about 15 minutes or so, but uh, you're stuck with me and Al for just a couple of minutes. Good morning, sir. Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Just quickly, the Mets losing to the Braves last night. But more than that, I think the happiest person in New York that Jay Bruce stinks right now is Travis Darno because he got a nice start last night. I mean, you talk about doing nothing. He had a couple of opportunities last night, Al, and Terry Collins is trying to give him chances. You can't play Rene Rivera every day. He is just off. I, what is going on with this team right now? He can't hit. Cespedes is in a funk. Reyes, who did triple last night, has been in a funk. Bruce has been brutal. Bruce and and, and Granderson and Sen, awful. Just awful. That ball that dropped between Granderson and Jay Bruce last night, that reminded me of every Little League game you're right. I ever played in. When you're looking at the right When field. I was in right field, and in the Little League, the right fielder stinks. Kind For of. For the most part. You can it make always, that case. Back when I played, Jerry, right fielder was the worst. Right. So you would just assume the center fielder's got to get every ball that's kind of near you. And that ball just dropping between Granderson and Jay Bruce, that was just really had flashbacks of like being 12, playing for the Little League of Colonia. So you not only couldn't hit as a Little Leaguer, they also stuck you in right field? Yeah. And Eventually you, I learned how to field. But Well, you did because you're actually a decent softball player yeah. and you can hit a little bit. So you were the type of player, ball in the air. Yes. Please come get it. Please come get it. Yes. Please come get it. I'm like, wow. that's the center fielder's ball. That's why you're the center fielder. Did, You've got to catch everything. Did you ever make catches when the ball was hit to you? Eventually. Once I, once I was 13 and over. Prior to being 13, I did not, I could not catch but a ball either. It's amazing either. your parents kept signing you up. I know. I'm trying to remember, like, did I want to play or they did they want me to play? I don't, I don't know, you know how that works. It's a different works. time. I think parents just sign their kids up to do whatever they something. thought they should like do. Like, your kid has to do something. If yeah. you're not playing an instrument, then you've got to play some sort of sport. Well, I would have loved to have seen you as a little leaguer. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I felt like Jay Bruce is probably feeling like a little leaguer. Like, I don't want to be up in a crucial spot. I would love to know what Jay Bruce is feeling right now because he's, ter- I mean, Eric Campbell pinch hit for him last yeah. night. And then the Cespedes strikeout was awesome. His The swings he was taking. He's going for the, for the, the moon. run. Yeah. He was going for the moon, Jerry. Right, but by the way, right in the first inning, his swings off of Tehran. I mean, he was looking for the home run. Uh, one of his swings where he swung a miss, he actually fell down. Which is okay because there have, I think it's Nelson Cruz of the Mariners hit a home run last week where he swung, dropped yes. to a knee, and hit the ball. I think it was in Houston, hit the ball to the roof. He hit it so far. So, I mean, that, that happens. That's fine. Jerry, other big baseball news uh, about Tim Tebow. Uh, hitting a home run batting practice. There's a practice. sentence I never thought I'd ever no, hear. No, you should. Right. You should never have heard that. Wow. So everyone was excited that he hit a home run in um, batting practice, but he also mentioned that uh, he, he met a lot of fans at the Target when he went uh, shopping. Tim Tebow keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, which reminded me, I go food shopping at the, the Acme, uh, not far from where I live out there in Basking Ridge, 
And when I was a food shopping the other day, the, uh, there's a there's a gentleman who works in there who uh, is a fan of the radio show, and he said, uh, "Know who was in here shopping the other day? Odell Beckham Jr." Now, when Beckham goes into <laughs> Acme, do you yeah. think people are looking at him trying to figure out, is that really him, or do they go up to him? Because he's got that cool hair. You kind of, it's Right, even if you're not a sports fan. You probably know who he here's is, Here's a right? tall guy with frosted hair. Right. It's like when you roam around with Boomer out in public. Even if people don't know who he is, he's big and tall and blonde. <laughs> he looks like someone, so you're going to look to figure, try to figure out. But it got me wondering, like a guy like Tebow and a guy like Odell Beckham, I would think those guys don't go shopping themselves. Well, that's because you have the mindset of a rich person, and you would like to have that happen for you one day. Right. Like, sometimes I think, <laughs> why am I shopping? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'm very famous from this uh, oh, podcast and uh, radio program. So then hire a personal shopper. But a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. is just walking around pushing a cart? Well, why not? It seems strange. Shouldn't he have got- a maid? Maybe he does, but, you know, there are certain things you still want to go out and do for yourself. See, I think he's still so new new to it that he doesn't realize he shouldn't be food shopping. Who? Odell Beckham. What do you mean new to it? The guy was like in new. Germany being mobbed by millions of people, thousands of people, yeah. not millions, right? Remember that over yes. the summer? I mean, they had to put him on a car just to escape them. It was like the Beatles walking through America when they first arrived here. Yeah, but uh, Tebow shopping yesterday at the Target says he met people. He went to Target to get, this sounds like one of your weird diets, water and almonds. Well, hold on. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds what great. What do you mean one of my weird well, you always diets? Have, no like, sort of weird stranger things. than you. No, no, but you eat like, you're like, oh, this week I'm only eating uh, egg whites That's and true. broccoli. That is not true. So I've never like... once, first of all, don't 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 mischaracterize things. I've never ever once said to you, I'm going on an egg white and broccoli diet. <laughs> I've never done that. But you make egg whites in the microwave. I do, and they come out fantastic. Yesterday I had egg whites and peppers. Awesome. So you put the liquid egg white in the microwave. Right. And then you, you at some point, you take it out and stir it up and throw it back in? Yeah, it's usually 90 seconds in the microwave. Take it out, mix it up a little bit, get the liquid from underneath on top, and then do it again. Do you go to Target and food shopping yes. by yourself? Uh, I do go food shopping by myself, usually every Sunday morning at about 7 a.m. Oh, so you go when it's not crowded. Yeah, I can't take the crowds. So that's when Odell Beckham and uh, Tebow should be doing their shopping. If you're Tim Tebow, though, I would think going to a Target... How do you get through the aisles? In Port St. Lucie, Target? Right. Yeah. That's got to be like an obscene scene, no? Being swarmed by yes, people? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You're Tim Tebow. Like, wouldn't you just have someone else run out and get you almonds? Again with the almonds. And a water? Again <laughs> with the water. Waters and almonds. Again, maybe he just likes to do for himself. Perhaps. Not a bad thing. And Jerry, I thought you would like this story. Uh, your main man, Dak Prescott, your quarterback for your Cowboys, who you love, uh, I'm hearing, well, I read an article. I'm hearing. <laughs> My sources tell me, Jerry, he's turning down multiple endorsement deals. Right. Because he wants to be a winner on the field first. I'll say this. What I do you interview, think of I that? interviewed Dak Prescott a few weeks ago for Compass Media Network's The Pregame Show. He seems like a tremendous kid. He really does. Uh, he talked about the death of his mother and how he kind of, I think, makes him a better football player in terms of keeping everything in perspective, if that makes any sense. All right. The moment doesn't ever seem to be too big for him because he went through tragedy last year. He seems like a really good kid. I saw the article. The quotes are coming from his agent. Yes. I don't deny that that didn't happen. They're turning down endorsement deals. 
I don't know. I mean, he could have a car deal right now, Jerry. Right. But what would he be wants the harm. He wants to focus on playing and winning. For and the if Cowboys. that's true, that is phenomenal. That's awesome. I don't know. Do you think he's afraid? Like, let's say, okay, he's been off to a, a good, very good start. He and that Carson Wentz they haven't even thrown an interception yet, Jerry. Right. Don't jinx them. Yes, and they're rookies. Yeah, I've heard. I'm not sure if you're aware. Both of those guys. <laughs> Maybe he's afraid that he's going to have a real stinker game. And then, like, like remember when 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 the Giants went like zero and six a couple years back? Yeah. And Eli Manning's face was in every yeah, commercial. He was doing Dunkin' Donuts commercials every. every and everyone Monday was furious. Yeah. That he was sure. in all these commercials on your TV while they were losing every week. Yeah. Maybe he fears that. Well, also it's two games, and it hasn't been. It has not exactly been a season or a career yet. And yes, if it goes sour quickly, fans will turn on you. As we know here in New York, we see it all the time. So I suppose there's probably a lot of truth to it. I just when I first read it, I'm like, come on. I'm like, really? Two games and all these people are trying to get him for endorsement deals? I mean, good for him. I, I hope it works out for him because like I said, he seems like a good kid. What would what if Tony Romo, Jerry, were ready to go today? He starts. He does. Yes. He would start this Sunday. I think the owner has made that very clear this really? week. Really? Yes. Absolutely. I think it has to be because here's the thing about Dak Prescott and Cowboy fans have been very excited watching him. He looks the part. He's going to be a good NFL quarterback. While UCA hasn't turned the ball over yet, and he hasn't. He's been good. He also hasn't exactly lit it up. They've had these long drives. They get inside the red zone. They can't score. There's there's part of a maturation that still has to happen. And the one thing that defenses do with Romo, and I don't know about anymore because I don't know if he's going to run anymore, but you always feared Romo taking off and running. You also fear him hooking up with Des Bryant, putting the ball in places that others can't. That hasn't happened yet. Now, if he goes out this week on Sunday Night Football and Dak Prescott throws for 350 yards, four touchdowns, Des Bryant goes off and the Cowboys are three, uh, well, two and one, then maybe you start hearing those rumblings. I don't think you can do that just yet. And they're one and one. They're not two and oh. You can make every case that they should have beaten the Giants or could have beaten the Giants. They didn't. So it's gone really well for them. Here's what you're if you're a Cowboy fan, you really feel good about having a backup quarterback that if Romo comes back, breaks a shoulder again or the collarbone again, you feel comfortable the season's not lost like it was last year. Make sense? That does make sense, Jerry. All right, quick timeout when we come back. Boomer and Carton on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in two minutes. Just quickly, the Mets did lose to the Braves last night, 5-4, to four, as they cannot solve Julio Tehran. They're now tied with the Cardinals and, Gi- and the Giants for the two wild card spots in the National League. And the Yankees, Gary Sanchez, really amazing. You realize he's on pace for, and I know it's a sh- uh, small sample size. I get it. It's 42 games. The kid's got 17 home runs now. Like on pace for 68 in a season, really has been remarkable. But uh, that having been said, just quickly, did you see the story that next year, next July, there's going to be, I don't know what exactly it is, FIA Formula Race, a championship car racing in Brooklyn? Around the the streets of Brooklyn? (laughs) No, it's not around the streets. The Brooklyn Cruise Terminal in Red Hook. It's not around the streets. When I lived in uh, St. Petersburg, they did a race once a year, like like an Indy car race. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. This is the Red Hook area, which I'm not familiar with. I just just think that's really cool. They're electric cars, though. They're electric cars. But still, they're going to be moving at quite the speeds, I would think. So, I would, think would you so. have any interest in that? Or no, no, I do not oh, have right. interest in car racing. All right, glad I brought that up. Okay, Boomer and Carton <laughs> coming up next here on The Fan. Be listening hourly 
This hour and every hour up until 6 p.m. For your chance to win tickets to see the Notre Dame Fighting Irish take on the Syracuse <laughs> Orangemen at MetLife Stadium on Saturday, October 1st. It's a college football special giveaway exclusively on your flagship station for Boomer and Carton. Morning 6 to 10. Benigo and Roberts middays 10 to 1. And Mike Francesa afternoons 1 to 6.30. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York.